Spricker Live Show. This is episode 54 for April 20th, 2016 from NAB in Las Vegas. Well, welcome. Thank you for listening to the Spreaker Live Show today. My name is Rob Greenlee of Spreaker and the Adore FM website. Today's show, we're going to spend a significant amount of time talking about the, the official launch this week of Google Play Music Podcasts. And we're going to get you up to speed with this launch and some really cool tips on podcasting and taking calls on an Android phone. We have a, uh, a Spreaker user that has figured out a really cool way to, to take calls um, into an Android phone via the Spreaker Studio app for Android. And I actually use high-quality XLR microphones with that. With me again as my co-host, I'm Mr. Alex Exum. And welcome to the show again, Alex. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Rob. Put 50 on black for me while you're there in I, Vegas, okay? I, I shall, yeah. <laughs> Down here in Vegas the last couple of days, you're hearing this on Wednesday, and I'm I'm actually, this is the last day in Vegas. Um, I'm on two podcasting panels down here. I'll share more about that later in the show here, but the purpose of this show is to share great podcasting tips and tricks to help you create a great podcast on Spreaker or on any platform, really. We usually stream this show live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern at SpreakerLiveShow.com. We're not actually going to be streaming live uh, this week, so you're actually getting this is an on-demand episode this week because I'm going to actually be doing podcasting panels at the same time we usually do this uh, this show live. So um, it's a little bit of a unique special episode this week. The show must go on, right? Yes, it right. does. It, it <laughs> does. And that's the flexibility of podcasting is I can put it out anytime and, and it can be either on-demand or it can be live and on-demand. So we have lots of flexibility here. This show is also heard in iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Music now. So the show is now available in Google Play Music and I will put a link to that in the show notes. And actually, if you're a Google Play Music user or you want to give it a try, head over there and uh, just do a search for Spreaker Live Show and you can find it right there and, and figure out what that experience. The, the show's actually been submitted to Google Play Music for quite a few months now and uh, it's exciting that they actually launched and we're going to definitely spend quite a bit of time talking about uh, what Google launched this week and it's really exciting for the podcasting space. I know a lot of people are really excited about it, but we'll definitely do a deep dive here. Uh, you can reach me at Rob at Spreaker.com and on Twitter at Rob Greenlee. And Alex, uh, how can you be reached? Uh, the best way to reach me is Alex at AlexExum.com or you can, usually Twitter's a good way, uh, at AlexExum. Great way to find me. So is your Twitter account lighting up with uh, with tweets from Spreaker Live Show listeners? <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't say lighting up, but I have seen some traffic. I, I have We have a good community on Twitter. That's what I like about it. The Spreaker yeah. folks retweet it. Um, I have that. There's one guy, I should mention his name. I don't have it. Uh, you know, in, in my mind right now, there's also podcast fanboy. I know he retweets a lot of this, yeah. this stuff. So yeah, there's there's some there's some activity on there. Yeah, well, and the, it's uh, the it's growing. It's growing. Podcast junkie fellow, um, he retweets us a lot as well. So yeah, yeah. You know, this show's got a small but uh, loyal fan base, and it yes, it's uh, growing every week. They're, they're all pretty passionate fans of of the podcasting space. But I also wanted to m- mention also um, that if you have a question or comment, please send that to me 
and you may qualify to get a Spreaker I Love Podcasting t-shirt. Uh, we've actually had a couple of winners of that. So those t-shirts are going to be going out when I um, get back to Seattle from my trip here. And uh, you can also find Spreaker on Twitter, at Spreaker, as you might imagine, uh, Spreaker.com. And we also have a terrific blog at blog.spreaker.com too. So you can get over there and get up to speed with um, all the news and any podcasting tips and things that are going on with Spreaker. The show is posted in there as well. Spreaker is regularly getting involved in uh, podcasting conferences. We're doing an online conference actually coming up on the 21st and 22nd. It's the UK Podcasters Online Conference. I didn't know that. It's the largest uh, online conference for podcasting. It's the 21st and 22nd. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on out of of Europe that a lot of podcasters in the US just don't hear about. And Spreaker is involved in those. It's actually run by Mike Russell. I think most people... Oh, Music Radio Creative. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. uh, Most of people in the podcasting space know about Mike Russell and his uh, New Media Europe which is also coming up here in June on the 18th through the 19th. So that's another event that Spreaker is a sponsor of, and we're involved pretty heavily in that event. It's in London this year on June 18th and 19th. And uh, if you happen to be listening to this in in Europe and you want to go to a a podcasting conference, that's a really a a good one to go to. There's folks that come from the U.S. that go over there to that, and hopefully we can grow that conference into something as big as maybe podcast movement in in Europe at some point. It's, uh, I, I think, over the... This past year, the conference had like, I think it had like 500 people or something like that. So it's got a ways to go to catch up to podcast movement, but but it's getting there. It seems like it's getting there. Spreaker folks are just globe-trotting people. Everyone at Spreaker, you guys are all over the place, man. Well, we're just scattered all over Europe. It's a virtual company. So we have people in <laughs> great. Our, in a variety of countries uh, that speak a variety of languages. And that's what's really cool. I'm the only one in the U.S., so I'm, the, I, I'm an English speaker. So there's only one other person uh, that works for Spreaker that's a native. Native English speaker, so really, okay, yeah, and she's based in Germany, so it's it's a great company to work for. We have a retreat coming up in uh, in May that's in um, Bologna, Italy. So I'm going to be flying there for a couple days. So I, I I may or may not be able to do a show. We'll have to see on that from Italy. That would be kind of cool to do a live show from Italy. So I'm definitely excited. So right now I'm on two panels at NAB um, at 1040 in the morning today, Wednesday, and then another panel at 340. What we're trying to do here is, is make some inroads into the NAB, and that's the National Association of Broadcasters for podcasting. So last year, the New Media Expo, co-exhibited with NAB since the the New Media Expo w- went away and isn't coming back. There's quite a few of us in the podcast community that are trying to work with NAB to kind of build up a subset of NAB that's focused on podcasting. There's a huge conference that's here supporting radio, but we're trying to build something that maybe can be an add-on to radio or, I mean, a lot of the, the panel sessions that I'm involved in are usually more, are really kind of associated with kind of digital marketing and things like that. But there's one panel session that I'm on that is part part of the radio track. Um, so th- there is some inroads being made in trying to blend podcasting into kind of the, the radio conferences that are out there. And there appears to be some progress being made on that. So that's, that's a big reason why I'm down here is trying to plow that ground, trying to get those broadcasters nice. over to understand what's different about podcasting it's not the same as radio so right 
It's not yeah. the same animal. Exactly. So, Alex, have you spent time at the NAB? Uh, no, I haven't. And I wanted to go this year, but unfortunately, because of the, uh, as you know, the low power FM, I've pretty much got my hands full here in Long Beach. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely want to go. I mean, I hear great things about it, and I'm always looking at stuff that's been created from there, like videos and articles, you know, and it, it, everybody references it. So I have got to go eventually. But no, and I'm sure you've gone many times, right? Is it getting bigger and better every year? No, I mean, it's, it's actually staying about the same size. They, Okay. They, they kind of do things. I've only been to like, um, I think I've been to like maybe three of them. That's all. Okay. Most of the conferences, that the, the big ones that I went to, you know, I went to CES. I've always gone to like the New Media Expo or the Podcast Expo. And then I went to the last two podcast movements. So th- those are the big ones that I've gone to before. Right. So the NAB is a little bit something, you know, the NAB never really covered podcasting. So I never really had a reason to come down. Okay. Uh, there is a long history. Uh, we don't need to take time talking about about the NAB playing around with having content down here about podcasting. It was usually like a completely separate thing that they did. It was like podcasting summit at NAB. I remember that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And it never really went anywhere, and people didn't really attend it because they didn't really think it was really an important area at that time. I'm talking like back in 2009 or 10. It's yeah, been, I heard, but I heard about years. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next thing here is uh, we got a. Terrific uh, comment back uh, from a listener of the show. Actually, it's a, an audio segment, actually. It's about a seven-minute uh, kind of audio demo um, from a Spreaker podcaster, K-Town, of the Same Sex Dialogue podcast. I, I think we had talked about um, some comments that they had made in the comment thread for the show, talking about how they're doing cool stuff with recording mobile on Android devices. And so she sent us a MP3 describing and kind of demoing her product process for creating a show with her co-host Kim Style entirely on her mobile Android phone using the Spreaker Studio software, one app and a plug and a little hack that she did with an iRig Pre with off Y Splitter. So let's play that audio recording that she sent to us and then Alex and I can talk about what she told us she was doing and how cool it is. So let's play that now. Hey Rob and Alex, this is K-Town and I'm one half of Same Sex Dialogue, And I want you guys to know that Kim Style and I appreciate you guys so very much. We love Spreaker. Had it not been for the application making it so easy to create great content, we would have never considered it in the first place. So for that, we thank you. We will always continue to um, promote your brand because we believe in it. It has brought so much joy uh, to our lives. And we hope that this will further Spreaker's vision for a complete all-in-one inclusive app for the podcast producer. So to show you is an example of how this app allow you to make calls, outgoing calls, and do interviews, right? You can call people and they can more importantly call you. So you can have, you know, your listeners call you while you're broadcasting live or pre-recorded, however you want to do it. Uh, just to give you some background on, on our setup, the way we like to do it is we have an iRig Pre is the little, it's the smaller version. It's actually powered by a little nine volt uh, battery. It has a single XLR input. And from that XLR input, we run an XLR Y splitter to electro voice microphone. So one is an RE20, the other one is an RE27. The phone that we are using right now is, it's a ZTE Max. It's not a Samsung or anything. And it's Android version 4.4, if I didn't say that before. 
All right. So, uh, Rob, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run a couple of tests for you. And I want everybody to know that our setup is an iRig Pre. Of course, that little uh, preamp is powered by a 9-volt battery. And I have that running directly into an Android ZTE Max. The Android version is 4.4. And then I have a XLR splitter that's uh, connected to an RE20 and an RE27. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call a friend. I'm going to let you hear the audio this way, let you hear how that sounds. All right, so I'm going to call her. Give me just a moment, and I'm doing this right now. Uh, I'm not pausing or anything. I just want you to see that this does work. So give me just a moment here. Hello. Hey, Christina. Hi. All right. So I'm going to do a couple of tests. Okay. I just want you want to know that you can hear me. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run an effect real quick and I'm going to see if you can hear this. Okay. Just say yes or no. Give me just a moment. All right. Are you ready? Now, could you hear that at all? I didn't hear anything. All right, that's great. All right, so what, what we're going to do is I'll, I want us to hang up right now, and I want you to call me right back, okay? Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. All right, so as you can see, the call has ended. I'm still recording, and I want you to know that this application will allow callers. Oh, actually, she's calling right now, so give me just a moment. Hey. Hello. All right, can you hear me okay? Yeah. All right, that's great. Let me run an effect real quick, and let, just tell me whether or not you can hear it, okay? Okay. All right. Did you hear that at all? Nothing. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Christina. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So as you can hear, guys, I was able to make an outgoing call and have them call me uh, with the app uh, recording the whole time. So um, they were not able to hear the effects during that time as well. So... The reason why I personally wanted to find a way to do it is because I'm very frustrated with Skype and I don't necessarily like to use the computer. I like, you know, podcasting and recording our sessions on the mobile phone. So it's just easier for me to do it that way. I enjoy it that way. I think the iRig Pre gives me a really good sound quality for what it is. And I knew there had to be a way that. Uh, this app would be able to communicate and grab a phone call or an incoming phone call. And I've tried different recording apps. And the only one that I've ever found that works is an ACR recording app. It is free. And if um, podcasters download that, they will see that this app is the only one that will hold open that line of communication and allow Spreaker to record that call So most apps were conflicting with the Spreaker recording app. So you can't have two recording apps going simultaneously. So most of them will cut Spreaker off. The recording app or the the phone call app would record instead. But this app holds open that gate of communication, for lack of a better word. It allows it to grab the recording and it stays open. It doesn't shut off. I mean, even if they hang up. Someone, like I said, someone can call you right back and the Spreaker app keeps going. And so it's the only one that I know of that absolutely puts Spreaker over the top in, in my mind as far as completeness, giving us viable solution to recording um, interviews 
just like any other radio show. I mean, someone could call in. Nobody would be the wiser. So I hope that this is helpful to all of us who uh, love Spreaker and enjoy Spreaker. Guys, I want to thank you. And I want to say from Same Sex Dialogue, rock on. That was a fantastic seven-minute audio demo from K-Town of the uh, Same Sex Dialogue podcast. Thank you so much for sending that in and giving us kind of a rundown on how you're actually recording into an Android phone and using high-quality microphones off of a uh, you know, XLR splitter using an iRig Pre unit. Those splitters that she was referring to, um, to, to create two microphone connections into one XLR input. On that, that iRig Pre, um, those are like eight bucks to get those, so they're really inexpensive. And the the iRig Pre that she was referring to, those sell for like twenty nine dollars. So it's a pretty inexpensive solution to record with two high quality microphones. So I mean, it's an amazing thing that she's doing. A recording app that she referred to that that's a free app, and it appears, Alex, uh, that it's pretty popular in the in the Android app store from what you were telling me just a few minutes ago. Yeah, I just pulled it up and it's, you know, it definitely has a lot of downloads. Um, I, I was amazed that she's doing all of this with her phone. I mean, you know, I at first when I was listening, I'm like, well, she's, you know, this is, I assume, via a computer. <laughs> and then, you know, she goes on and starts talking how she's doing. I'm like, wait, this is all directly only from the phone. So it's ingenious. I haven't heard of anyone doing this before. Yeah. I don't know if you have, Rob. I've, I've, no, I know tons of podcasts. I've seen tutorials. I've seen people use Skype to take calls. I've seen buying expensive hardware. You know, it's like a $405 equipment. Like it's a little box. It's like a hybrid call-in center. Um, so it gets expensive and stuff. And this is probably the, the most ingenious one I've seen. <laughs> yeah, very well, interesting. Is, I mean, it is. I mean, I think that the most compelling thing is just the fact that you're getting in two high-quality microphones into an Android device and being able to to record those into, into Spreaker, either do it live or recording. Now, the whole add-on of trying to take calls, regular cell phone calls, and have that be recognized by the Spreaker software as well, ACR recording app, is... Uh, now, granted, you know, one of the downsides of this, and I, I think you can pick it up from the, the audio demo that she did, is the, the audio quality of the caller isn't very good. As we all know, you know, cell phone calls are not exactly the best audio quality. Right. The other part of it is the fact that, uh, and this is a, a general limitation of the Spreaker Studio apps uh, across the desktop as well as um, on, on mobile, is that you can't hear the sound effects going back to any kind of a caller via Skype or via any kind of software like what she's using either. So, I mean, you can talk to the person, the caller, right? You can talk to the person, but you just can't play the sound effects and or, or audio clips that they can hear. And that's a common issue that I have between you and I, too. Right. The, the whole time that I played her audio segment, that so Miss Audio, you were silent. You couldn't hear that. So I had to send it to you before the show, <laughs> and you had to listen to it before because you weren't going to be able to hear it while we were recording the show. That's one kind of limitation of that. So I see some limitations yeah. in what she's doing around using cell phone calls. But, you know, if you want to do it as kind of like a supplemental thing, I, I wouldn't do it in a – I probably wouldn't use it as a co-host situation, would you? No, but, you know, I'm thinking – well, because of the audio quality is probably going to be the only issue. But I was thinking that, uh, you know, having that ability as a backup even – like let's say your computer goes down and, you know, you've got an interview or a show to do. You know, you want to keep up with your schedule. Your computer's – you know, you spilled coffee on the computer, whatever – 
And that's a great way to keep the show going and have two people, you know, co-host a show on the same device. That's really ingenious. The one question I would have for K-Town, how are you actually recording it? Now, is it the app that's recording it or is Spreaker is Spreaker recording? Do you know Yeah, Rob? from what I gather, she, uh, she's able to do a show live um, that way or or record it. My, my question for her would be, and it's related to what you were asking too, is whether or not it's recording in both apps. Yeah. Uh, which it could very well be. I mean, if, if she's using that app and it's recognizing the, the audio source from the phone call, it's probably recording in both apps at the same time. It must be. I mean, or, if it works, right? Don't, if it, if it works, you know, great. You know, don't fix it type or, thing. Or I'm just could, curious. Could, could be that it's recording in the, the, the ACR recording app and it's only tapping into the, the, the audio source for the, uh, the microphone setup. I, right. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, K Town, if you can give us a little bit of feedback on that, or I mean, where are you getting your, your your recording source? I mean, which app is actually recording? That would be kind of an important little piece to to know. Yeah. And just so you know, too, the the listeners of this, um, I'm going to put links to all of the 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 software and hardware that she's using to to do this in the the show notes area of the of the episode so you can get access to it. So if you wanted to set this up for your Android device, uh, we're going to give you all of the, the, the links to get this done. And it's probably only going to cost you like maybe like 45 bucks. And yeah. then the actual cost of the, of the XLR microphones, which probably I wouldn't think that, I don't know. Do, do you know, does the iRig have phantom power? Do you know? I don't know. I I'm don't not know. sure offhand either. I didn't actually look that closely at the at the specs of the iRig Pre. That would be one question that I would um, try and get answered before you bought a microphone for this to make sure that the microphone that you buy doesn't doesn't require phantom power to properly function. And if the the iRig Pre supplies that, then you're you're all set, right? You don't yeah. have to worry about it. But you may need to just use dynamic microphones that don't require phantom power. So. Oh, okay. That's the, the other big decision you need to, to make as it relates to what microphone to use with this setup. So, I mean, obviously it works with the AR-20 and the AR-27, but I'm not sure if those are phantom power required microphones or not. So anyway, yeah. well, thank you so much, K-Town. I appreciate yeah. uh, all, all the efforts here. Thanks for the audio clip and the tips. People are going to love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. It would be great to hear more feedback from others that gave it a try to let us know what their experience is around audio quality of the phone calls too. That, that That's another piece that I'm going to learn more about so we can share those details with uh, all the listeners here. But I know everybody's been waiting for the important segment here, and that's uh, talking about uh, Google Play Music Podcast, the big launch this week. Let's dive into that for the last uh, you know 10 or 15 minutes of the episode here uh, and, and talk about it. It's pretty exciting. I know the whole podcast community is all, all a buzz about it. Um, but the, the old saying goes is the devil's in the details. And so what we need to dive into here is just kind of parsing what they have launched, right? And how it works. What's your thought on it, Alex? I know you played around with it a little bit. Yeah. You know, I initially got the email, uh, what was it yesterday? And, you know, I was excited to see the email. Your, your podcast is now live. I submitted like you did months and months ago, waiting patiently for the notification. And, First glance, underwhelmed, you know, went there and I don't know what I was expecting, really. Um, it's a very clean, simple layout. Uh, there's some features that, that maybe aren't there that we'll talk about in a moment. 
Um, but what, I don't know what I was expecting, Rob. You know, I, you know, I didn't expect the, the, the sun, you know, yeah. to rise and, you know, the clouds to part and things like that. But it just a uh, little, little underwhelmed. That's yeah, all I can I, say. Yeah, I think that the buildup of it was greater than yeah. the actual deployment. But that's, that's not uncommon. I'm, I spent many sure, years at, sure. at a small company called Microsoft. And oftentimes that's what happens at these big companies. They roll out just basic features to get it off the ground. And then they iterate on top of that and improve it with feedback from the the community. And that's kind of what we're going to do in the next five or ten minutes is give them feedback. But sure. let's run through kind of the basic components of this thing. And then we can kind of comment about, you know, what's maybe missing, what's not so good, what's okay, all that kind of stuff. So podcasts are listed in the left column of the Google Play Music uh, podcasts, or the, just the Google Play Music area is what it is. It, podcasts is like a one of the genres that, that are in there. And it does have its own kind of like featured area, like a playlist area. It has like, um, uh, has like top charts, um, so like popular podcasts. Uh, it's got a genre list. It's got a, got a bunch of genres of podcasts, groupings, just like every other podcast aggregator platform has. Plus, it also has this functionality for um, subscribing that drops drops that subscription. It's just clicking a button on the website that drops it into your podcasts, basically list on the website. So there's two pieces of this. There's the Android app, and then there's the website. And the website, both of them are only available in North America, basically the, the U.S. and Canada. I don't know if that, that would mean it's up in Alaska, too. And I don't know if it's over in Hawaii or not. I, I'm assuming maybe. I don't know. It's rolled out in very limited release. Android and web has some interesting implications as well. It has, like, like I said, curated lists. You can share a show. You can share an episode. But that's basically it. Curated theme lists. There's a few of them in there. That was the big selling point that Google Play Music wanted to bring to podcasts was creating kind of curated themed lists of podcasts and then also a genre list. So what's your comment on all that, Alec? Well, you know, not many bells and whistles. You can subscribe to the shows, as we all knew would you know, have to, their podcasts. You can share them. There's a share button. If you want to tweet it out, share it with your friends. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, you, you can't download the episodes. I mean, I don't know how right. I don't know how that works for podcasts. And okay, we're is it all a connected. podcast if you can't download? Right. I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> maybe they're creating a hybrid. <laughs> so, or is that yeah. a or is that a feature that's coming in the future? Maybe, and you know, maybe they're going to roll that out. I think they're going to probably hear about that. And uh, the fact that you can't really see any analytics quite yet, maybe that'll come out too. Maybe they'll roll that out, Rob. I don't know. But uh, look, I'm not trying to complain. I'm glad we're all on there. Hopefully it will get all the podcasts well, a little bit I more mean, exposure. And, you know. I mean, I'm not necessarily, I mean, I think it's easy to think that our feedback here is complaining. I think it's no. more that we're giving them constructive feedback on features that maybe they need to add to their, their roadmap. Of things to, to, to not be able to download. I mean, that was kind of yeah. shock. Well, I don't know. I didn't actually run the app on Android to know if you can't subscribe and download on Android. I I only know at this point. I couldn't find the podcasts on on my Android device. Well, it's built into the um, the Google Play Music? Music app. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I searched for my own podcast. Maybe it? I couldn't find my own show, and I don't have like a decent vanity URL. It's this weird long URL. Do you have a what's your URL like for your show? 
Yeah, it is really, really long. It's, it's this uh, convoluted. It looks yeah. like a, like an encryption text, and I, you know, you, we expect oh. something to, you know, what I mean, look a little bit more like a vanity URL. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that. Well, it's a little awkward to send that. That's the feedback that they need to to get from us. Is that that, that needs sure. to be trimmed trimmed down? And there, there's ways of doing it by creating redirected URLs, like Google thing, things like that, right? There, like Google needs me to this. tell them what yeah, to do. Exactly, about. exactly. And then one of the the other really big areas on the website that uh, is not so good was you can't play back any of the episodes on the website on your mobile browser on your mobile phone because you know why because no. they're using flash yeah on their website That's so right. and flash is not supported That's- by any of the mobile operating systems right now you can't actually get any of this on your iOS device you can't get it on any Windows Phone device or any other device that doesn't support Flash. And really, the only devices that support Flash are laptops and desktops and things like that, or Macs. So that part of it is rather limited and a little frustrating if you pull it up in like Safari or something like that on your mm-hmm. iPad. It's going to show you the web page, but you're going to click on an episode, and it's not going to do anything. And it's going to pop up this little message on the screen that says, Sorry, you don't have Flash. We can't yeah. do anything with you. So that's another thing that they need to work on too. Yeah. They need to make it capable of you know HTML5 capabilities um, and just make it playable on mobile devices would be my recommendation. That would be a way way that they can scale this across mobile mobile platforms. But maybe that's not what they want to do. Maybe they just want to limit it to to their platforms, and that's kind of what they're doing right now. So, and, you know, it's very anyway. for people who haven't looked at it just real quick is it looks very similar to just the Google Music service. You know, it's kind of got the well, it very is similar Google layout music service. Right. So, <laughs> it, yeah, and it didn't really ha- it doesn't stand out in any way. Like there's no I, I don't know what, what I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting something to be a little bit more. Uh, how do I put it? Podcasty. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know, it, it just kind of, it feels like it's lumped in with just the whole service, and it, it's I don't know. Well, that's the common issue with um, you know all these music streaming services incorporating podcasts is that they none of them have done it very well. Um, they get tucked away, you know, in the back well, of the. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, if you look at the history, and you know, we we could make an hour and a half episode of this, but just look at iTunes. Look at iTunes. I mean, I spent six years working on uh, the Zune from Microsoft, and we took kind of a similar model to what Apple did with iTunes. So there's some parallels between those uh, on, on how to actually do this. What you should do is create kind of two areas within the Google Play platform. You should have a podcast area and a music area, and you have to keep those kind of separate from each other. They can work together from a subscription perspective and from a playlist perspective, but you should really create separate areas. You shouldn't try and blend podcasts into the music area. I think it's it's a mistake because they're trying to take that content to boost their music service. That's the wrong objective. The objective is to build your overall user base on podcasts. And if those people come to you because you have podcasts and music, then they'll stay. That's what Apple has done. It's just another content area. It's not part of music. Because podcasts are not music. It's not the same thing. So it's, no. it's difficult for them to integrate these things together and have them make sense because there are two different kinds of mediums. 
the other thing too, it's a question mark that I was contemplating too, is around. So as you look at what's next, right? So let's let's kind of move into this next phase to some degree. Well, let's not do that quite yet. I wanted to mention a couple of other things too. The show stats for podcast producers are coming, I guess, after April 25th. So it's right around the corner. So they currently don't have stats for podcasters in the uh, kind of submissions area for podcast owners, but that's coming. They are also going to be issuing out an API for main podcast hosting platforms to to report back stats. So let's say you're hosting on Spreaker or you're hosting on Libsyn or Blueberry or or any of these other hosting platforms. Those platforms will be able to grab an API from Google and be able to incorporate your stats into those those stats um, programs. So you can get like an all-up view of your stats from your main hosting platform because Google is capturing all the episodes and hosting them. These episodes that you're playing off of Google Play Music podcasts are not playing off of your main host. They're being copied by Google and redistributed. So you just kind of have to keep that in mind of what they're doing there. And you have to log into Google and go into the music area. And it's a little bit of a convoluted process of getting in there and getting to your area and your podcast area. It's probably going to be a lot more convenient to get access to this content on Google's platform in their app, probably would be my guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of looking out into the future. And then the, the other part too is, so as you look at iOS and Android. The Android folks have announced that they're going to launch iOS app with podcasts soon, like in the next couple months or something like that. My question is, when is Apple going to push a podcast app onto Android? Who's going to get there first? Are they going to? Because <laughs> mm. it's been talked about for, for a long time that Apple could make a podcast app uh, for Android okay. uh, and try and scrape those Android users and pull them over to iOS. But now Google has put it out there that they're going to put a, a Google Music podcast solution onto iOS. So you can see these competitive players kind of firing up their engines around podcasting. and it took them long enough to get in the game. Yeah, and I'm just curious you know, how this is going to play out. Who's going to get there on the other's platform? Podcast first? wars. That's right. These and, you know, you know, one question I would have, too, because you mentioned the analytics. They're running ads, it looks like, on the podcast. So I'm wondering if you can eventually maybe link your AdSense account. People who have a YouTube channel will know what I'm talking about. Make a little bit of AdSense money. So is there going to be revenue maybe down the line where you're going to be able to do that like, you know, we can with our YouTube content? I, I make money currently from my Spreaker shows that go out to YouTube. That's one of the other than donations. That's the only way I'm making money currently. Well, I think that there's going to be a big issue because... Because I mean, I mean, some of the bigger shows uh, run dynamic insertion advertising into their shows. There's going to be an issue of dynamic insertion gives you the ability to update those ads on a dynamic basis. That's kind of the whole point. If Google and Spotify and these other players are capturing your episodes, you're basically taking a snapshot of your episode. You can't dynamically update that content. Um, with new new advertising, there, there's a little bit of a breakage in the monetization in infrastructure. Uh, what's happening here. So we'll see. And I'll, I'll talk about those issues more more in the future on the show as they kind of unfold. There is a break um, that's coming with this stuff. So, but yeah. anyway, any other thoughts on the launch of the Google Play Music podcast area, which is really a convoluted thing to say, Google Play Music <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it is. In the short, Matt. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm glad it's here. You know, I think we're all excited and we're waiting for it. So I'm glad it's here. 
Um, I need to play around with a little bit more. We'll see if, um, you know, we're going to be able to see, you know, how, how soon we'll be able to see those analytics to see how much of a difference it really makes. And, you know, as far as distribution and numbers. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to tinkering around with it. I already saw some of the podcasts that I currently listen to, like the big guys like Michael Savage. He's on he's on there. Um, only an hour of his show. So I don't know if they're like doing shorter versions for uh, podcasting. But at any rate. I look forward to, you know, playing with it and we'll see where it goes, Rob. You know, it's a little too soon to tell, right? I mean, it's just what, well, it two is. days, I mean, so we just, can't, yeah. It, it just started and this feedback, like what we're giving them is helpful to them and I'll probably be giving more direct feedback to them as well. And I know a lot of other of the larger players in the podcasting space are going to be doing that as well. Uh, I was looking forward to a Google vanity URL. Is that, is that a problem? I mean, that's am I wrong? too much to ask for. <laughs> is that, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Google.com slash the XM experience. No, that's too much to ask for Google. Come on. Yeah. So I'm actually going to be doing a panel at Podcast Movement, and I can I can probably drop drop a little hint here. Um, the representative of Google is going to be on my panel at Podcast Movement, and that's in July back in Chicago. Uh, so hopefully we, we'll have some more updates and some more things to uh, cover at that, uh, at that conference. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Alex, for thank you, Rob. doing the show with me again. Thank you for listening to the show and following the Spreaker Live show. And, and, and Spreaker, if you're a Spreaker podcast host, appreciate your patronage and your um, your loyalty to the Spreaker platform. We're, we're working hard behind the scenes to, to make our, our tools and our platform as powerful as possible to help you be more successful as a, as a podcaster or radio show host. So that's our goal and our ambition. And we definitely want to hear your thoughts and feedback to help us get there. Please send me an email, rob at spreaker.com. And you can send Alex uh, an email too. What, what's Alex your email address at again? Yeah. com or Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter at okay. Alex. And you can find us on Twitter at, uh, at Spreaker. And my Twitter account is just at Rob Greenlee. And you can find me online. And we'll be back uh, next Wednesday for another episode of the Spreaker Live Show. And uh, go visit our blog at blog.spreaker.com to get uh, the latest updates on what's happening with, uh, with Spreaker. So... Thank you so much, and I appreciate you tuning in today. 